0: Coming up on today's Expedition Retirement, a new story about your Social Security check, and it doesn't look good. Our By the Numbers segment shows two retirement numbers that just don't go together, and a listener asks about tax planning in retirement. All that coming up today on Expedition Retirement.
1: This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve.
2: We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes.
1: Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again. Welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. My
0: name is Randy Cook and we are here to talk through some of the questions that you might have about that time in your life when you say, that's it, I'm done, I'm hanging it up and I'm going to retire. And then you say to yourself, okay, where's the money coming from? <laughs> I've saved. How does this all work? That is what this show focuses on. And the guy who helps us through is Greg Ayler of Golden Reserve. Greg, how are you doing today?
2: I'm good, man. I uh, had a little too much Easter candy, like Me. the rest of us. <laughs> Me you too. Know, you know, raiding the kids' baskets is always a, a tradition at our house. And I uh, know it was a good weekend, uh, Randy. Actually, believe it or not, I had kind of a scare last week. We had our last um, book reading, and I went to the emergency room. I thought I was, I what? thought I was having a heart attack. Oh, don't start with uh, this. You know, right? <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I basically, I basically was having some chest pains and some shoulder pains, and 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 I went in, and you know, they basically kinda ran some tests and called me a wuss. Mm -hmm. I think is is basically where it ended. But you know, thinking back, when you're on spring break eating dessert for three meals and and a cocktail with every (laughs) meal, your body at forty two, almost forty three now is just gonna it just said no. Yeah, he said enough is enough. So everything is good. I'm not going anywhere, but um, I, I'm going to try to be a little bit healthier this month.
0: I've been uh, I've been through that a number of times, and usually the doctor just looks at me and says, "It's gas. It's always gas. It's always gas." And and we just pawn it off to gas. That's all there is to it. All right. So Greg, usually on this show, on our very first segment, we talk about you know some of the financial headlines, and I'll play some kind of an audio clip from somebody who's predicting something on Fox Business or CNBC today. The sugar has kicked in, and we're not going to do that. We're going completely different when we start the show today. I want to talk about traffic circles here for just a moment, all (laughs) right? So in my neighborhood and in all around where I live, they've taken out all the stop signs and all the lights, and they've put in traffic circles. And you got to get used to it. I guess there's some kind of science behind it that it makes traffic go smoother, but I'm not convinced yet. And neither is this guy. I found this quote from a guy who called into a Pennsylvania television station. He's got it figured out.
1: We didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting into traffic circles. Because on the counter, you want to know why? When people go round and round in circles, it causes disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes.
0: And there it
2: is. <laughs> Science. Science. That is unbelievable. I don't know how you found that. I do not know how you found that. That is
0: fantastic. I love it. Uh, I think that might be a little misinformation. What do you think? I, uh, you know,
2: I don't know. know. I don't I'm not know. a meteorologist. I'm not one to... I'm not going to... Not going not gonna to question gonna, that? I'm not going to question that. We have in Dublin, Ohio, um, they love traffic circles. So yeah. we've basically done away with a lot of the, uh, you know, at the new intersections. We have these huge circles that... You know, everyone gets confused in their two lanes and, you know, I think every other week you see some type of accident, (laughs) 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 unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately. or what would be really funny is to have some type of meter to see how many people get stuck and have to do multiple circles to get (laughs) out (laughs) is probably another, you know, entertaining thing that the, that the traffic cams pick up on a regular basis. But, Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think this is another example, you know, people are, are out there, you know, trying to you know always improve something, do something different, you know, pivot, and there's a reason why, right? I'm guessing it saves them some money. Mm-hmm. They don't have to pay for and, and monitor all those, you know, traffic lights. I don't know if those are expensive. Sure. Makes sense. But it's, but it's always something new, right? Somebody has some job that has to come up with something. It's kind of like the person that reinvented how to do multiplication, right? <laughs> what was wrong with what was wrong with the way we did math before? Our times tables. I, right. I knew them by heart. Yeah, exactly. And they still work better. I, yeah. I don't care what anybody says. And, uh-huh. you know, I taught my daughter the times tables. I said, this is silly. The way that they're teaching math now is like the most ridiculous, you know, <laughs> <laughs> derivation that's more complicated, all because someone wrote a paper and someone wanted to sound smart. And, you know, Harvard Business Review said this. And now all these teachers that all have master's degrees want to go out and, and, and show that they're improving the, the math systems. I, I just think... Sometimes, you know, it's we figured it out. And I think sometimes it's hard because people always want to, you know, make changes, whether it be to justify their job or, you know, the the art of self-improvement or improvement in organizations. But, you know, I didn't think we were having a, a problem with people doing math. It wasn't like <laughs> at the top of the list. Of, we didn't have a math crisis around the country. But uh, evidently, that's where we put some money, time and effort to rebuild the math programs. I mean, that's that's just kind of the... <laughs> what big unions and public educations do? Or, I mean, they, they gotta they gotta spend the money, so. Here we are. You actually wrote a book uh, called
0: "Fire Your Financial Advisor," and I mean, the reason I bring this up is because a) there's a lot of misinformation out there about uh, finances and retirement planning and financial planning and all that goes along with that, and and I think you hit on something too, is that the system that they built is probably not the system that would be the easiest for all of us to use, and probably makes it a little bit more confusing.
2: I agree. I mean, you know, I always talk about the big three pivots, right? You know, the financial industry. You know, started off, I guess you'd call it four pivots, if you count back, back in the day before Charles Schwab in the 70s when they were just selling stocks. And when you were selling equities, they got fees for selling stocks, right? You know, trading fees. Mm-hmm. And then May Day came, in the, I think in the mid-70s, and Charles Schwab came in, and they started having brokerage trading companies that basically killed all those costs. So now they had a pivot and come up with a new way to make money, and that's when you started seeing mutual funds. So mutual funds started, obviously, and this is all talked about in the book. You know, here's how we make money off retirees. We're going to sell them mutual funds, and we're going to charge them up front 5%. You know, and we're going to net off the ongoing 1% fees every year, and they'll never understand what's going on. And no one did, and it worked. You know, I always talk about how big the American mutual fund industry is. I mean, it grew to, gosh, I want to say $27 trillion. I mean, it's it's just massive. It's you know, it's bigger than like if I think if you add up the eight GDPs of countries like the UK, France, Italy, South Korea, Germany, all of these together still aren't as big as the U.S. mutual fund market. Wow! And then you know the internet came around, and you know you keep seeing all this misinformation that is supposed to be best for you, but it's not. And then people find out how expensive these mutual funds are. So what happens next, Randy? We pivot to where we are now, which is, guess what? We're talking about 1% fees now mm-hmm. and fiduciaries or CFPs or some type of new made up word that just continues to move the ball on how they charge you money, you know, without really changing their, their services whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And
0: this is one of the reasons Greg wrote Fire Your Financial Advisor, and you can get it at fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Greg, do we still have our promo code where we can put radio in there and get it for half price?
2: We do. I mean, yeah, just go into fireyourfinancialadvisor.com, plug in radio, and you'll get it for 50% off. And you, some of the fun chapters are the hot dog stands, the villain, the evil empire, just to name a couple. Mm-hmm. And we break down how we got in this mess how the financial industry continues to kind of, you know, distribute misinformation or withhold information. And then the second half of the book is how you can fight back and how you can start to improve your retirement.
0: And one of the ways you can fight back is to give us a call at Golden Reserve and let's go through the things that you're really going to deal with when you're in your retirement years. So let's go through the places where you should have your money and not necessarily 100 percent in that stock market, which is where the financial industry would like you to put your money, because, as Greg has said many times, that's how they get paid. Give us a look on our website or give us a call and let's talk about it. But go to the website, go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com, pick up the book, read about what Greg has, has pointed out here that the financial industry was built on, how we got to this mess, and more importantly, how you can fight back and what you can do about it. Getyourroadmap.com is our website, and you can start there if you want to start to have a conversation about your retirement. You can also give us a call at 855 546 2074. Well, this might be a reason that you do give Greg a call because some of the um, the things that we read about Social Security are kind of scary right now. We know if you have a uh, socialsecurity.gov account, you know that right there on their website, it says in 2035 or 2034, they're going to have to start cutting back benefits. They're going to give you 77% of what they promised you. That's not good. But now this past week, CNN has come out with a report saying that they've moved that date up now to 2032. They believe the benefits will be cut by 20 percent unless Congress intervenes. So, Greg, is this scare tactic stuff? Is this real? Do you think that baby boomers, the people who are planning for retirement right now, will be affected by this? And if so, how do we plan around it?
2: Oh, man, I wish i I could say that I think it's fake news, but it makes sense, right? Eventually you just run out of money. Mm-hmm. You know when when you recklessly spend dollars, you know, and it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat, I think we all agree that Congress doesn't do a great job of you know, budgeting and and, and running a pretty efficient market. Well, this is what happens. Eventually you run out of money. And it's not surprising, you know, they've been talking about this for years, right? You know, Randy, we've been hearing about, you know, cuts to Social Security or maybe even doing away with Social Security for, you know, that's been a a topic that's that's come up and, you know, particularly around election cycles, Mm -hmm. right? People love to talk about Social Security right before election, that they're going to come in there and fight for your Social Security dollars. But at the end of the day, this usually gets slid into some other bigger bill where it starts to take a haircut a little bit. And, you know, what we can do for folks, you know, when we're planning for retirement is, you know, you got to kind of take that into account. And when we do that through what we call our retirement tent, and what that is, is just a simple document we update every year that shows the money coming in and the money going out and a couple holds for, uh, you know, big ticket items like, you know, purchases, trips or possibly health events. And then we project it out over the course of your lifetime. And it's a nice document to show you, hey, I'm doing great. Or, hey, times are a little tighter. Maybe I should maybe cut back on a little bit of spending. But at the end of the day, it's kind of your report card, Randy. And it shows you where you're at in retirement. And most people don't provide this type of document because, Mm -hmm. you know, it encourages you to spend your money. And, you know, if you've listened to this show, what we say all the time, in a world where someone charges you 1%, if you spend your money, that financial advisor takes a pay cut. So when we start putting out documents that encourage people to spend their money because it shows them that they're not going to run out of money, it kind of changes the narrative. Now, I understand people are nervous. Obviously, Social Security is is a part of their retirement. But, you know, in my mind, does anyone, you know, I hate to put the common sense hat on because, gosh darn, I I didn't know if we were allowed to exercise (laughs) common sense anymore. But I I find it hard to believe that someone's going to (laughs) run on a political platform, regardless of which party, and say, yeah we're going to cut everyone's retirement by 25% and then expect to get elected. Right? Right? You know, I, I think what's going to happen is both parties are going to step up and say we're going to make it whole or, or hopefully maybe, maybe we can reroute some money that's being wasted elsewhere to our actual retirees to make them feel good about their retirement. And, and, and I think that would be the most likely scenario. Mm-hmm. But you never know. I mean, when it comes to Social Security and, and all of these things, it, it was always meant as a supplement. And I think that's how you should treat it and think about it. And it's certainly something that people are using now that are in retirement because – that was a big part. But as you're younger, if you're in your 30s or 40s, you know, you may want to start thinking, what if there is no Social Security? And if it's there, it's there. And that's a great have if you get it. But if it isn't, it doesn't really upset your apple cart.
0: So if that, in fact, does happen, Greg, and it's and we're looking at 2032 now, so they say. So you build a retirement plan for somebody and and you agree on this is going to be the income I need. You go through the budgetary process and then you realize that in 2032, your Social Security check goes from $3,000 a month to $2,300 a month, all of a sudden there's a $700 gap there. That's got to be something that you plan for and look into and and fill that gap, so to speak, in the retirement income tent.
2: It's so important. And it all starts with protection, Randy. Everybody wants to talk about gains and investment types. And the reality is, is you can't grab income from something if there's no asset left. Mm-hmm. So if we can protect what you have, and our roadmap for retirement does that, and it starts off, you know, our last segment was talking about, you know, the costs and fees that come along with a lot of these financial advisors or investments. So we got to make sure your fees are right. Then we make sure your tax planning is right. Your long-term care, what if a health event comes in? Does that get protected? You know, what about the market? Are you you taking on too much risk? What if 2022 happens again? Or 2009 or 2000? All of these things. So we want to make sure that your nest egg is fully secured, and then from there, we want to make sure that you have, obviously, the right type of investments that meet your goals. And, you know, I always tell people, most times you don't have to drive 95 miles an hour, Randy. Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard me say this a thousand times, but you don't have to drive 95 miles an hour to the grocery store. Right. And that's how investments are treated with a lot of people because someone sees this and they are scared and their financial advisor takes advantage of that fear and says, you need to be on the market then, right? We got we to really ramp up your returns. Well, then what happens? The stock market crashes and they lose 30 percent and that, you know, financial advisors still charge one percent. When in reality, when we do the math and give you a retirement tent, we could show, look, even if Social Security dips by a third, look at your retirement tent. You still have an extra half a million dollars at the end of your life to do whatever you want with. Mm -hmm. So we're still in great shape. And until you actually put numbers to it, Randy, it's all emotional, right? That's, that's all we're doing is dealing with trying to exploit retirees fears. And the retirement tent tries to alleviate those fears. We're not going to be fear mongers that are getting you to take more risks so we can charge 1%. That's not how we charge. It's not how we operate. And I think that's a huge distinguishing factor is we want retirees to spend their money. We want them to enjoy retirement. And we want to kind of turn down all the, all the noise that's out there that's just really trying to confuse them or scare them so that the financial advising industry can keep charging retirees 1%. I mean, that's really what it comes down to.
0: So the what-ifs of retirement are kind of the things that really have us all kind of shook, and that is, you know, what if taxes go up? What if Social Security goes down? What if Medicare gets cut back? What if the stock market crashes? Well, what if you had a plan that handled the what-ifs? And that's what we do when we build a roadmap for retirement. We're going to take care of that conversation about markets and taxes and fees and getting sick and long-term care and certainly the income piece to that puzzle. Give us a call or go to our website. Let's build that kind of plan for you. GetYourRoadmap.com. We'll do this for you at no charge. GetYourRoadmap.com or give us a call. Let's start there. 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Well, Greg says, fire your financial advisor. What if this guy is your friend? How do you fire a friend? How do you break up with your financial advisor? We'll talk about it coming up next on Expedition Retirement. All right, here's just a couple of questions for you. Are you retired or are you getting close to it? Are you nervous about running out of money? Do you have a plan for taxes and long-term care and... Do you know how much you're paying your financial advisor? These are all good questions. Most of us don't know the answers to them. And that is why Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve has written his Amazon bestseller, Fire Your Financial Advisor. Forty years of exploitation of the American retiree and how you can fight back. Greg, why are you picking a fight with one of the world's biggest industries?
2: <laughs> I don't know, Randy. I guess I wrote it for folks like my mom and dad, and people just like them, right? They weren't multimillionaires. They were the other 95%ers that had to work, earn, and really save every penny. And you know, the book really is a history lesson on how the financial industry took advantage of folks like them in retirement and how we can now fix it. And the book provides you with some materials to really help put those emotions aside and figure out. Randy if you should fire your financial advisor
0: well there is another way and Greg has outlined it in his book go to fire advisor.com we're going to give you a deal right now if you use the promo code radio and you're one of the first 100 people to do this you'll get 50% off your purchase so go there right now fire advisor.com Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, find us at getyourroadmap.com. That's our website for Golden Reserve. The other website I want to point you to is FireYourFinancialAdvisor.com. That's Greg's book. And if you put in the promo code RADIO, you get it at 50% off. And, Greg, let me ask about that a little bit. You're asking people out there to walk away from their financial advisor. And you've said it yourself. One of the tactics, (laughs) tactics that financial advisors use is to befriend you, build a relationship, so it's very hard for them to walk away. What do you recommend as far as breaking up with this financial advisor?
2: Oh, boy, yeah. We get this question all the time. And I think the first thing is to remember what they're doing or what they're not doing, because that's the frame of mind. We need to get you in the right mindset you know, before we start even thinking about having this breakup conversation. And the mindset is, what are you actually paying for? And when we break it down and start looking at the services, you may be looking at, oh, my gosh, this person just sells me investments and calls me on my birthday, and then we have a Christmas dinner every year. And then you look at you're paying ten dollars or $15,000, and you're like, Those are some pretty expensive phone calls. (laughs) Those are some, that's a pretty expensive prime rib dinner, you know, that, you know, it it wasn't that good. And I I think that is one of the things that we want to start building is that confidence of what am I actually paying for? Because that anchors you treating your money and your life and your family like a business. People make business, businesses make decisions all the time to change vendors, right? Mm -hmm. It's not personal, it's just business. Mm -hmm. And we want to do what's best for the business. And I think the same mindset has to then transcend over to your personal finances. And I I know what people are thinking. These people are my friends. And I would always combat that to start off with saying something along the lines of, if they're your friends, it shouldn't matter where your business is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the eye opening. Would this person still call you and be your friend if you weren't paying them $15,000 a year? And most, I keep using 15,000 because that's usually about the, the average fees we see for someone that has between a half a million and a million bucks. Okay. So if you're not paying that money to that advisor, well, how does that relationship change? And, and we all know the answer. I mean, everybody knows there is no relationship. Right. <laughs> right. Like there's, there'll be no relationship. And, and that's sad, but that's just, you know, the nature of their business is because they don't provide any meaningful services, they have to quadruple down on the illusion of friendship. And I know that's hard to hear. And everybody's like, no, you don't understand. I I understand. <laughs> you know, I've been around financial advisors for, for 20 years in this business so on both sides. I was a state planning attorney, and now I own a financial services company, and we've seen it all. And when we talk about the breakup conversation, there's two routes you can do, and everyone is different. There is one where you can just... You know, I hate to say this, but you can pack up your stuff in the middle of the night and leave and don't have to talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, there there is a situation where, you know, this person's like, we don't owe them anything. We just paid them $100,000 over the last seven years. I think that's payment enough because they're angry because they were overcharged. And what you can do is, that it's called an ACAB, but at the end of the day, your, fin- your new retirement planner or your new financial guide can just fire some paperwork and then the money starts to move. You don't need your financial advisor's permission or them to do anything to get their money out. So people don't realize that. You mean I don't have to talk to them? I don't need to do anything? No, you don't. Now, a lot of people are like, hey, I, I want to say something. And this is dangerous because financial advisors are masters. They have doctorates in relationships, particularly playing defense. So they'll they'll have a lot of things ready to discredit whatever you're doing. So I always say, listen, if you're comfortable having this phone conversation, I wouldn't have a meeting because that's even going to be harder because then you can't leave. But if you're having a phone conversation that you're leaving, my advice is always to keep it simple and short, just like firing an employee. It's identical. You don't explain to them what they did wrong. You don't explain to them what you're doing. There's no benefit of walking through what they did or didn't do or what they did or didn't charge. You've already made a decision. So I always say, keep it simple and say, I just wanted to call and say thank you uh, for all the support and, and helping me out to get here. It, it meant a lot. Thank you. But we're going to go a different direction. And then they'll have a thousand questions. And the key, the secret is to not answer any of them. <laughs> okay. The secret is just to repeat, you know, that's great. You know, I, I'm not going to get into the details, but I just want to thank you. We want to reach out and say thank you. We really appreciate your services. We appreciate what you did for our family. And, and again, whatever they send you, could you please facilitate the paperwork? And if you keep saying that same sentence over and over again, they will stop asking. <laughs> and usually it takes two or three times and they get the point. Mm-hmm. You know, the ship sailed, the emotional decision has been made. But when we get into trouble is when someone says, well, you know, you didn't do a tax map or you were overcharging in fees. Then what happens? Well, well I can do the tax map. Oh, I, I can do the fees. Oh, I, I know an attorney. And then it becomes this scramble of them throwing up all these, I, 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 mm-hmm. and they're mumbling and and, and and stuttering their way through of spitting out all these things, and they're trying to slander wherever you're going, or they're making a joke about oh, the investment. So, you know, we do so much more. We're bigger. We're on commercials on Sundays. I mean, all they're going to do is try to say whatever they can to slow down your departure because they know time kills all deals. So if they can just confuse you enough to get you to, you know, hesitate. They may have a chance of of breaking up that departure. And that's the only goal. It's not about you. It's not about doing what's right for your family. It's just about keeping their 1% fee coming because when you leave Randy as we know darn well, they take a pay cut.
0: Yep. You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. And online, you can find us at getyourroadmap.com. If you have a financial advisor right now and you listen to this show and you say, okay, well, let's kick the tires on this and just see what Golden Reserve can do for me and what Greg has to say and the team has to say, and then compare the two and say, is there value here or is there value there? Is there value in that relationship you have had? Or is there a bunch missing that you've been now introduced to by the team at Golden Reserve? give us a look. GetYourRoadmap.com is a place to start. GetYourRoadmap.com or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. All right, Greg, these two things do not go together. This is our "Buy the Numbers segment for today. If you were to ask people, and you do this all the time, are you going to need some kind of long-term care? Only about 15% of Americans believe that they will need long-term care. Yet the stats say... 70% of us will need some kind of long-term care. So these two numbers obviously don't go together. It's a hard decision. It's a hard conversation. But what do you run into when you bring this up? Because as an elder law attorney, this is an everyday conversation.
2: It is, and they're exactly right. I think these numbers feel right because people always say, I'm not going to a nursing home. And what they don't realize is, you know, the world's changed a lot. People are living a lot longer. And that's one of the things that gets glossed over here. It's actually kind of a good thing in the sense that uh, because of technology and medicine and and the way we live our lives, people are living longer. And and then the chance of us when we live longer, the chance of us needing help to age increases exponentially. And when we say long-term care, it's not always a nursing home. It could be home care. It could be assisted living. Um, There's other options out there. So we want to make sure, first of all, people understand what this stat means. But there is a rise in Alzheimer and dementia, right? You're you're seeing that more and more across the country. And when we look at the challenges of aging and some of those things, I think this kind of conversation has to happen. This is not. This is. It's like when we, you know, talk about what happens when you pass away. Where does your stuff go? You know, if you're going to have that conversation, you have to have the long-term care conversation because Randy, it's almost ten thousand bucks a month. Yeah. If you're in a nursing home, so it's like this could literally derail. Your entire retirement plan. I mean, most people, you know, $120,000 a year of expenses is just debilitating and Medicare is not going to pay for it. You know, your insurance isn't going to pay for it. So you need to have a solution. And with stays being three or four years, I mean, we're talking about half a million bucks and most people just don't have half a million dollars laying around (laughs) to, Mm -hmm. to cover this cost. And and it really jams up families. So this is why our long-term care compass is such a big part of our roadmap for retirement is where we sit down with a state planning and elder law attorney and we talk about the legal options. We can also talk about some of the financial options, but we talk about the legal options of protecting some of your assets from a nursing home event. And then we also just lay out a a care plan where, hey, what do you wanna do? We know you don't want any of this to happen, of course, but do you want home care? Do you want assisted living facilities? Do you want independent living? Do you want you know skilled care? Well, I mean, when we get an idea of what they could live with, that helps us give kind of a roadmap, if you will, for the surviving spouse, but also for the kids who usually end up jumping in and making most of the decisions. So this is just a healthy thing to do. And I always say, you know, we don't plan for your house to burn down, but you still own homeowners insurance, right? I mean, that's just like, you know, common good sense. Well, it's the same thing with long-term care. At a 70% clip, this is most likely happening to three out of four people almost. And if that's the case, then let's just make sure we have some direction from you while we can still get it. On what you want to have happen and what you want to have protected, and, th- and it's just emotional, right? Like no one wants the thought of being in a nursing home. It's a terrible situation, you know. Whether it be cognitively or physically, um, you know, you need some level of support. I mean, it's scary. Like, I mean, let's just say what it is. It's it's a scary thing to talk about, and we appreciate that and understand that. But that doesn't mean that if we want to be good at our jobs, we have to talk about it. We we can't just talk about the fun stuff. It, it just can't be the roller coaster market talk that financial advisors talk about. We have to talk about the things that actually matter in your retirement. And what matters is addressing the biggest risks. And guess what? Going into a long-term care facility is one of the biggest risks, despite no one wanting to talk about it or acknowledge it. We need to have some semblance of a plan, uh, whatever it is, so that we have some way to plan around it. So find out what you want to do. Find out how you want to care. Understand how much that care would cost. Home care is expensive. But if that's what you want, we got to make sure we can plan for it. We just need to know now. And when you put all those pieces together, that long-term care compass has the tools and the people. And when you, you know, get access to attorneys like you do at Golden Reserve, I mean, that's such a game changer. When you have attorneys down the hallway that can help, obviously, answer legal questions versus, you know, just getting a bunch of business card referrals. That is what happens in most financial shops. You know, it, it is a huge advantage to retirees to have everyone under one roof, including the tax. I mean, that that's what makes the roadmap for retirement special, but also what makes retirement planner special is that they're not just handling finances, they're coordinating taxes and the legal all under one roof. And that all gets meshed together. When we do that roadmap for retirement, Randy, that includes the fee filter, the market flashlight, the tax map, and of course, this long-term care compass that we're talking about right now, which is sitting down with that attorney at no cost and just ironing out what legal options are out there to protect your home, or your other assets from a catastrophic long-term care event.
0: This is one of the significant differences of going to Golden Reserve. Not only will you sit down with people who work in this area of investments, but you're also going to be working with tax experts. You're going to be working with elder law attorneys, the people who are in this area. This is how they've built their living. And I will ask you right now, do you have a plan for this? If you have a family member, a loved one who has gone into a memory care unit or something like that, this is on your radar. You know what this costs and you know what this is all about. If you don't have a family member who's gone through this, it probably isn't. And it's a hard conversation with you and one you probably want to avoid, but it's one we have to have a conversation about. As Greg said, it could be the biggest drain on your retirement assets. Why not have some protection against it. Give us a call. Go to our website. Let's build your roadmap for retirement that includes the market flashlight, talking about that market and investments and how much you want to be in there and how much you don't want to be in there. Taxes, fees that are associated with your financial advisor or with your investments, and certainly that long-term care compass. In case this were to take place, let's have some insurance against it. Here's our website, getyourroadmap.com. We'll build that roadmap for you at no charge. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. Well, you may be listening to the show right now while you're doing your taxes because tax day is this week. We're going to talk a little bit about it. And one of our listeners has a question about the differences between taxes before retirement and after. That's next on Expedition Retirement.
3: What's your biggest debt in retirement? For most of you, it's not your home mortgage. It's your IRA and your 401k accounts. You owe Uncle Sam tax on those accounts and most people have no idea how much. You see, most people just listen to their financial advisor and use Uncle Sam's plan. Wait until 73 and then take out the required minimum withdrawals. But Uncle Sam doesn't let you wait until 73 so that you end up paying him less money in taxes. That's why the Golden Reserve team of CPAs build a tax map for every client as part of our Roadmap for Retirement process. Your tax map will lay out how much and when to take money out of your IRA so you end up paying Uncle Sam the least amount of taxes possible. To learn more about our tax map and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com.
0: Coming up on the second half of Expedition Retirement, another Ohio pension plan that's in trouble. And when is the right time to see a retirement planner? Is it a certain amount of money? Is it a certain age? When do you make that decision? And a financial lesson today from the show, South Park. (laughs) That should be good. All right. It is tax weekend. Everybody's probably, if you have to pay the government, you're probably sitting in front of your computer this weekend at some time. And as people do that, they're wondering, taxes are different right now. As I'm in my working years, taxes will be different in my retirement years. And here's Brian Berry of Newark, who has that question for Greg and the team at Golden Reserve.
2: Hey, Greg, this is Brian Barry. My wife, Ginny, and I are planning to retire probably sometime mid to late next year. We've got about $550,000 right now in our retirement account in my, through my employer. And so I've been managing that with our, with our IRA kind of um, support here, but I'm really interested in maybe your perspective on how we might want to invest that money when we retire next year, and maybe even more importantly, uh, how to kind of protect that money and the value of it from a tax perspective, because that's an area that I don't have much expertise in at all.
0: And I'm feeling it there with Brian as well, because many of us think about protecting our money. If I were to bring that topic up, you would think I'd be talking about markets. But Brian is thinking differently. He's saying, how do I protect my money against taxes? And that's a really good question, isn't it, Greg?
2: It's a great question. Obviously, it's a question we don't get very often because most people lead with his initial kind of, you know, his knee-jerk reaction was how should we invest it? And that's because what that's what the market tells everybody, mm-hmm. right? That's all they talk about is returns or investment types, annuities, or stocks, or mutual funds, or bonds. And, you know, that's confusing because there's a bunch of options there of what's the right level of return? And at the end of the day, if you don't get your tax planning right when it comes to your IRA, because we know everyone tells you how to put money in your IRA, but nobody really shows you how to get it out. And if you don't get that right, Randy, you could end up losing almost half of it. And that means that it doesn't matter what it's invested in. It becomes irrelevant. If you're going to lose 30 or 40% of your IRA to taxes, then I guess, you know, what's the whole point of, mm-hmm. of doing all this investment, you know, mumbo jumbo? And that's what we really want people focused on. And that's why, you know, at Golden Reserve, we have Golden Reserve Tax, which is our CPA company that essentially builds tax maps for every client that comes on that outlines when and how much to take out of their IRA every year. And they can either take it out and pay taxes on it or convert it to a Roth. It doesn't really matter from our perspective. But the idea is very simple. If you wait until 73, because we know they just bumped it again, If you wait until 73, you're wasting a lot of good retirement years where you're in a very low income tax bracket. And that's the, you know, rub. I know most financial advisors will tell you or accountants might tell you, hey, why would you pay taxes if you don't have to? You can wait until you're 73. And most people nod their head. He's right. Why would we pay taxes? But that's really, you know, I hate to say it a sucker's play because you're in the lowest tax rates of all time in the United States. You're retired, so that means your income rates are lower. So you can actually get your IRA dollars from a tax perspective out, you know, very effectively and efficiently if you have a plan over those early years of retirement, maybe even before you turn on Social Security, so that your income levels are lower, so that you pay less tax on them. Because at the end of the day, that whole darn thing's getting taxed, Randy. That whole IRA is -hmm. taxable. And the only questions are how much and when uh, are coming out of that IRA and going to Uncle Sam. And what people don't realize is that if you wait too long and income tax rates increase, well, you've lost a huge opportunity. Imagine if income tax rates increased by 5% across the board, which is a very, very real possibility, let's be honest, a very real possibility with, you know, everything we're hearing and everything we're spending and all the debt, you know, we currently have. And then, you know, next up is, all right, well, income tax rates could go up, so that would, that would be a lost opportunity. But. When a spouse passes, what people don't realize is that you go from a you know a married tax rate to a single tax rate. Well, if you both have IRAs, guess what? Those are both going to be now taxed at the single tax rates, not the beneficial and and lower couple tax rates under the uh, income tax grids for the U.S. So when we're thinking about this, Randy, that you know that widow's penalty is very real, where you could your tax rates could double in your IRA. And then goodness, when they actually go to your kids, people don't realize that IRA is no longer taxed at your retired tax rates, but when you both pass away, it goes to your kids' tax rates, which many times can be in the highest tax brackets. Mm -hmm. And again, it could double again. So you go from, you know, you could have got it out if you had a tax map at 10 or 15 percent, but now it's at twenty or twenty-five, or thirty or thirty-five if it goes to the kids. So when you keep adding all these things up, Randy, this is this is where all of the tax mumbo jumbo gets lost, but it is very real dollars. I know it's not exciting. It's not like investments and returns, but these are ways to ensure that you're protecting not tens, but hundreds of thousands of dollars to stay in your pockets and not go to Uncle Sam's.
0: You know, my wife is the one who sits in front of TurboTax, and she does all that. I go, hon, do you have everything you need? And she goes, I got everything I need. And then I say, how's it going? And she goes, well, looks like we're paying $7,000. I go, keep working. (laughs) And she goes, goes, okay, I got her down to six. You know, and she keeps trying and trying. And you think about that. We're all trying to save money on our taxes. We want to get a refund. We want to chop that amount down that we have to pay why don't we do that in retirement? That's what Greg does. So give us a call at Golden Reserve and let's go through that exercise and say, okay, yes, all these years you've had to pay this money and write a check to Uncle Sam. Are you going to have to do that in retirement too? What if we could turn that around and change that for you by creating a tax map? Everybody who gets a roadmap gets a tax map. Give us a call. Let's run one for you. GetYourRoadmap.com. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. We'll ask you to put in a little information there, and our team will reach out to you. And we'll sit down and go through the whole thing. All these big boulders that we're going to have to handle in retirement markets and taxes and fees and uh, long-term care and income. Let's put it all together for you. GetYourRoadmap.com or 855-546-2074. 855 546 2074 well a couple of weeks ago greg and i talked about this you know you heard that big crypto scam ftx where eight billion dollars just disappeared and we also found out the week after that that one of the biggest investors in that was the ontario teachers pension just breaks my heart to think that well now we've had this story about silicon valley bank and signature bank collapsing and i found out this past week that 30 million dollars was lost by the Ohio Public Employee Pension. Again, breaks my heart. So, Greg, these stories are out there all the time. So if people are expecting a pension, they might be going, I wonder if it's going to be there for me. Maybe it's there for the first five years, but what about the next 20 years of my retirement? So if somebody comes to you and says, I've got a decision to make, do I roll the dice and say they're going to be there and I'm going to get that monthly check, or should I take all this under my control as a lump sum And then what do I do?
2: Well, I I think you know the answer, right? Most people like the idea of controlling their future. And Mm -hmm. who knows what pockets or lobbies those pension groups are in and what decisions they're making, why they're making them. You know, these things are all head scratchers for me. Um, You know, when it comes down to it, I like the idea of controlling my future. Mm -hmm. And I like making decisions for my investments. And, you know, I like the idea of you know, being able to have the information in front of me that can actually affect kind of my next 30 years. And, you know, putting governments in charge of anything never seems to be the most optimal, efficient way of doing that. And I hate to say that, but you can barely deliver mail and you think they're going to be able to handle the complexities of managing your retirement funds. I hate to say these things, but it's just the reality of how most people feel. And I think they want control. I think they want control over their life and over their investments. And when you do that, it does put a extra pressure on mm-hmm. choosing the right guide to replace them. Now, if you're going to leave a pension, you have to make sure you pick the right guide.
0: Yep, I, I read a stat not that long ago, and I hate to throw a blanket on this, but I I know it's true. People who take a lump sum, there's a large number of them. I don't know what exactly the percentage is that run out of money after about five years because they didn't manage the money correctly. They didn't have a plan for that money. They just said, "Okay, there's three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars." I'm going to take that under my control, and then they see that number, and then they start spending. So, what do we? How do we discipline ourselves? What does that person do for us, Greg, to make that money last?
2: Well, you know, we said it earlier in the show, and you know, to reiterate it, you know, the roadmap for retirement will make sure the biggest risks are handled. So, let's make sure whatever that lump sum is isn't going anywhere, because mm-hmm. you can't get income out of zero, right? You right. Know, you know, you just can't. It doesn't work that way if there's no asset left, there's no income to take off of it. So we want to make sure that things like the market risk, that your fees, you're not overpaying your financial advisor, you're not overpaying, obviously, for your investment choices, you know, and make sure that the IRA tax plan's in place so Uncle Sam's not getting an extra 10% of your assets or IRA dollars if you don't have a plan. Make sure that your market risk, obviously, you know, a lot of people are very conservative when it comes to retirement dollars, but their investments are very aggressive. And we want to make sure that we true those up so that, you know, your actual risk reflects what you have in investment. Sometimes, you know, if a stock market crashes, that could be 20 or 30 percent that you can't afford to lose. So why have the risk? So we want to make sure those are in place. We talked about the long term care play, too. But once that's all kind of tightened up and we put the fence around your assets, the next thing is, all right, let's look at actually what you're spending. Let's actually not guess. Let's look what you spent last year. Let's look at your income, your Social Security, your pensions. Let's look at any other, you know, accounts you pulled from to support your, you know, obviously living and retirement. And from there, we just projected out 20 years and we assume 0% growth. We assume 1% growth, 3% growth, 5% growth, 7% growth, all to show you what, your retirement will look like if you keep doing what you're doing. Mm. (laughs) You know, to me, it seems very simple and logical. Like, let's just not tell you what to do. Let's just show you what happens if you keep doing what you're doing. And that seems to be the best tool because, you know, not so ironically, most people aren't spending enough. We don't come across the folks that are running out of money in five years. I mean, we run across the folks that their money's growing every year. And they're doing without. They're not they're not enjoying retirement. They're not doing those extra trips. They're not doing the extra stuff because they've been scared so frozen by the financial industry and financial advisors they work with that they're afraid to touch their money. And it takes time, Randy. Really. Sometimes it takes us a couple years to get someone warmed up to the idea of actually spending their money. I know that sounds absolutely crazy, but it's not. People are, because of the industry and the commercials and the TV and their advisor and their experience in the past, they're basically terrified that they're going to run out of money. And we have to show them year after year, look, your money is actually growing. You're not even touching your principal. And then you get them to get a little bit more comfortable. And then it's one more trip. It's an extra trip a year. Or maybe you invite the kids and the grandkids to a once-in-a-lifetime cruise or whatever the case may be. But we can start talking about those things for the first time ever, and we can do that because we don't get paid a percentage if – They spend their money. Mm -hmm. And I keep going back to that, but that's the secret, right? The secret is we don't care if you spend your money because we don't make any less or more money based on what you're doing with your retirement investments.
0: Greg, when it comes to pensions, do you favor any industry over another one like uh, an airline industry pension or a railroad or a hospital or something like a private pension like a Honda over a, a city, state or federal pension? Do you say, okay, this one looks pretty good, so let's depend on that monthly check. Or do you just do this analysis for everybody?
2: Uh, we do the analysis for everybody. Um, you have to, right? Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, that's our job. Um, there is a couple state-run industry pensions that have some pretty competitive, conservative options that aren't available to the public. I can't remember offhand. But there are a couple where we actually say keep it in the pension okay? Um, because they have uh, the right type of reserves and the right type of backing. And I think they have some pretty juicy guarantees in terms of, you know, like even— before the interest rates went crazy. They always had some pretty good fixed options that we really liked. Okay. And if that's the case, then you just kind of tip your hat and say, you know what, let's just do the right thing. And you know, while we'd love to obviously bring your money over to Golden Reserve, let's just leave your money where it is, and we'll do the rest of the planning.
0: Gotcha. You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. And if you are a person with a pension and you've got those concerns, because boy, we see these headlines all the time, Give the guys a call, and let's sit down and run that kind of an analysis for you. What does your pension look like, private or public? What does it look like? Uh, are you going to be able to rely on that monthly income check, or is your pension maybe at jeopardy of somebody coming in and buying it out, and all of a sudden you were depending on that pension and it's not there anymore? Maybe take it into your own control. Getyourroadmap.com is where you can start. Get your roadmap.com or give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855 546 2074 we'll take a break and when we come back when's the right time to see a retirement planner is it when you get a certain amount of money or is it a certain age we'll walk through that a little bit and we're going to get another great audio clip today oh i'm not doing fox business today i'm not doing msnbc today i'm not doing cnn today today our audio clip comes from south park that's coming up next on expedition retirement
3: After 30 years of working and worrying, are you still worrying about losing money in retirement? You've earned the right for your retirement and investments to be predictable, and quite frankly, boring. While your life with friends and family should be the exciting part, we see folks using the same financial advisor that got them to retirement in retirement. The problem is that same advisor usually means the same risky and overly expensive investments too. With fees, you need to know what accounts can go backwards and by how much. That's why we run a market flashlight for every retiree we meet. It shows what's at risk and what that means in real dollars when the market crashes again. That way you decide how much is at risk, not your financial advisor. To learn more about our market flashlight and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down retirement mountain, go to getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com.
0: Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. Well, one of the big questions many of us have is... What do we do with our investments? Where where do we put our money to make sure it grows? Well, today's lesson comes from the show, South Park.
2: How can I help you, young man?
1: I got a $100 check from my grandma, and my dad said I need to put it in the bank so it can grow over the years. Well, that's fantastic. A really smart decision, young man. We can put that check in a money market mutual fund. Then we'll reinvest the earnings into foreign currency accounts with compounding interest, and it's gone. Uh, what? It's gone. It's all gone. What's all gone? The money in your
2: account. It didn't do too well. It's gone.
1: What do you mean? I, I have $100.
2: Not anymore, you don't. Poof.
1: Well, what can I do to get back I'm my... I'm sorry,
2: sir, but this line is for bank members only. Do you have any money invested with this bank?
1: No, you just lost it all.
2: Then please stand aside for people who actually have money with us. Next, please.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. There you go. There's your financial advisor at the bank. <laughs> this is why you wrote the book, Fire Your Financial Advisor. It's probably not that extreme, but, uh, Greg, I, I'm sure there's people that have come to you with a, a similar situation. I put my money with this person, and it didn't go well, and that's why I'm
2: here. 100%. And it's not their job to you know, know how the stock market works and how investments work. And I think that's the, the true irony of getting into fiduciary debates and, and CFP debates and, and where people's money should go always, to me, kind of circles around uh, the risk kind of mm-hmm. question, you know, people are like, well, over the last 70 years, the S and P yielded 8%. And you're just like, yeah, that, that sounds right. But I mean, do you know, buddy, that retires for 80 years? <laughs> you know, like, like, do you know anyone that, that has 80 years in retirement? Like, Cause I don't like what gets missed and overlooked maybe conveniently by financial advisors is market timing. Yeah. And if you obviously retired in 2010, You hit the lottery, right? You got 10 years of growth. That'll never happen again, by the way. I mean, in in our lifetime, probably. And that was awesome, right? 2010 to 2021. I mean, it was a home run of growth and fun. And it it was fun to have your statements coming in in the mail every year, (laughs) right? Right. Yeah. Interest rates were 0% and the stock market was booming. And that was, you know, very atypical and you could argue a little bit unhealthy for our market. And now we're seeing the kind of what happens next, which is 2022, we had, what, a 20% drop. And, you know, if you retire in 2021, what does it look like when you, you know, you're one hour into retirement and your $100,000 account's worth 80000 or your $1 million account's worth 800000 And you're like, what? It took me years to get that $200,000 saved. Yeah. And it's gone in a minute? Yes. And what people don't appreciate because our minds don't work that way is the compounding nature of money. So it's not like you can just gain 20% to get it back. No, no, no. You have less money now. So it's going to take longer and you have to get more returns because you have less money working for you after a reset or after a crash. And goodness, imagine going back to 2000 when the, you know, dot com and 2008 and 2009 when we had the mortgage back crisis and we saw accounts dropping 30, 40, 50%. That person that retired right before then is never getting back to even. How does that make you feel that you've invested in someone, you're paying someone? You know, I always say the Fisher Investments is always hilarious to me. If you do better, we do better. Well, it's like, gosh, well, no duh. You charge me 1%. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but what it should say is if you do really crappy, we still do pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. And the idea being, I mean, imagine an account that they have that if they give you a million bucks, they're going to charge $12,000, right? 1.2%. Yeah. They're going to charge you that, and it's going to come out. But what if 2022 happens? Well, your account's worth 800000 because you lost 20%, but they still get paid $10,000, Randy. Mm-hmm. So you lose 200000 and they lose 2000 You know, the entire point of that statement is to talk about alignment. That doesn't feel like alignment to me. That feels like you're taking all the risk and getting none of the real return, where they get to just ride along and whatever happens, happens, and they can throw their hands up. So that's a scary scenario. And I think in, when we do our market flashlight for folks, Randy, it's, it's very intentional. The idea is to understand exactly how much in dollars could go backwards, because everyone always talks about, well, you're in uh, 67% at risk. What does that mean? Right? No one knows what that means. So we, we break out and say, if 2008 happens, if 2000 happens, if 2022 happens, here's what it means in dollars to your retirement accounts. You'd lose $400,000. And be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean I'd lose $400,000? Well, you'd lose $400,000 based on what your holdings are now. Well, I don't want to lose $400,000. Okay. Well, what do you, what are you comfortable losing to have some upside? And that's a great conversation. Every retirement should have that conversation and say, have I had that conversation with my financial professional of the dollars I'm comfortable losing? And if I haven't, that's what that market flashlight does for folks. It gives them that second set of eyes, that second look to really see what could happen to your dollars if it's not in the right retirement investments.
0: Give us a call at Golden Reserve or go to our website and our market flashlight is one of the things that you'll be interested in to find out and have that discussion. How much do you want in that market and how much do you not want in that market? That that roller coaster ride, if that's given your stomach some problems as you get toward retirement. That's number one. Let's sit down and work that through in the Roadmap for Retirement. We'll also talk through taxes and fees and long-term care. These are other ways that you can lose money in retirement. Let's talk about protecting that life's work. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website, and here's our number, 855-546-2074. Greg, when we talk about the timing of when you see a financial advisor, is it a certain age, you get to 60, 62, 64, 65? Or is it, I finally have reached this number of half a million dollars or 750,000 or a million dollars? When is the trigger that you should say, yeah, I finally need to sit down and talk to somebody?
2: You know, it's a great question. I think for everyone, it's a little different. But if you're starting to have the conversation in your head, maybe just with yourself, right, or with your spouse, is it about time for me to retire? When do I want to retire? How do I want to retire? That's a perfect time, right? You can see the aircraft carrier, right? You may not have landed the plane yet, but you can see it out there. You're like, hey, I'm, I'm getting closer. And it may be a couple years out. But at the end of the day, when you're starting to think about the R word, I think that's the right time. It should have nothing to do with age or money. It's about when you decide that you're going to hit the eject level, right? Like when you're, when you're really going to say, you know, this is it. I've made it. And the reason being is someone can kick tires with you and they can give you confidence. A lot of people that we talk to, they're like, oh, you know, I'm just not I'm not I'm not sure I have enough money to retire. And we just sit there and we crunch the numbers and we do the retirement. tent. And we're like, are you serious? Because based on our calculations, you could live to be one hundred eighty seven. <laughs> and that's with like one percent growth. Wow. And 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 those are the fun conversations to have when you can sit there and say, listen, you're you're absolutely fine. Retire if you want to retire. And some of it's, you know, well, what am I going to do after retirement? There's there's a financial kind of baggage. And then there's emotional baggage, right? You know, everyone, what am I going to do after I stop working? I've been working my entire adult life. How do I, what do I do now? That's a completely different kind of conversation than the financial one. We can help with both, but with the financial one, we can give you confidence to say, look, hey, this feels really good. Or, hey, you might be cutting it a little close. You're right. I, I think two more years sounds good. We have a pre-retiree package that we usually do for Golden Reserves where it's just, you know, we're this there to consult uh, for the years leading up to the big day. And you know a lot of clients like that because we're looking over their shoulder. Um, you're already a client. We've, we start to put some plans in place. We may start with some of the long-term care planning ahead of time and really get some of those building blocks in place to give you a good jump start in retirement.
0: So that's the question you look at yourself in the mirror and say, is it time for that conversation? I would say that if you're listening to a show like this, you're in the right mindset and it's time for you to have the conversation. So Greg, if somebody takes us up on that, they go to our website, get your com, schedule a date where we can sit down at a table and go through this. What happens? What does that roadmap for retirement look like?
2: Absolutely. So at the first meeting we, uh, get to know you a lot, right? I mean, you guys do most of the talking. A client comes in and does a lot of the talking, talking about their goals, their concerns, their questions, and a lot about their family and their assets. And by gathering all that information that first meeting, at the second meeting, We deliver the roadmap for retirement, and that's in collaboration with our CPA team and our team of attorneys help us put this together that really outlines the four big tools. The market flashlight that we talked about just a few minutes ago that shows you exactly what your holdings are and how much in dollars they could go backwards. And many times that's where you decide, does this feel right? Does it feel too much risk? Do I want more risk? You know, that's a really healthy conversation. Next up, we have the tax map where we work with our CPA team, and they send us over, here's when you should be taking money out of your IRA each year, and here's how much. Basically, shows you the savings of having a tax map versus using Uncle Sam's plan and waiting until 73, which is usually a really powerful tool for most folks because it's something you don't hear or think about. The third one's the feeling herder. It's the fees. <laughs> I hate to say this, but we kind of feel uncomfortable sometimes sharing people how much they're paying their financial advisor in dollars and how much they're paying for their investments in dollars. But you need to know. You need to know when your statements get dumped into the fee filter and we spit out how much in dollars you're paying every year for that financial advice or, frankly, for that financial investment. And then lastly, the long-term care compass shows you, hey, let's now with the attorney, let's talk about asset protection trusts. Let's talk about how those work. Let's see if that's an option. Instead of buying more insurance or more financial stuff, maybe there's some legal tools we can leverage to get some of your assets protected for your spouse or for your kids when it comes to an unexpected health care event. And by rolling all those things together, that's the protection prongs. We can then build the retirement tent. You know, Randy, we've talked about it quite a bit in today's show, making you feel confident that you're not going to run out of money. We update that every year, showing folks based on their spending and on their income, kind of, you know, with some different degrees of assumptions with returns, what their assets look like over the course of their entire retirement to ultimately our number one goal is to have you spend your money, which is kind of a fun conversation to have that they're usually not used to having at the end of our roadmap process.
0: And when you think about that, do you have all of those boxes checked about your retirement? The answer is probably you don't. And even if you have some kind of a person helping you with your finances right now, I'll bet if you compare those two, you're going to find that the person that you're with right now isn't checking off all those boxes. Let's get you into Golden Reserve and go through this process, and then you can compare the two. And if you're starting from scratch and you're saying, okay, you got me convinced, it's time to talk about this. This is a great place to start. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. Just start right there. GetYourRoadmap.com. And we'll ask you to put in a little information there so our team can reach out to you. And uh, we'll have this conversation about getting you ready for retirement and not just with investments. Let's get you checked off on all the boxes of the things that you're going to need as you go through your retirement years. You can also give one of our offices a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next week here on Expedition
1: Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to getyourroadmap.com. 165